Welcome to the podcast of Jessup First United Methodist Church, featuring our pastor, Rebecca Duke-Barton. It's good to be in worship with you on this fourth Sunday of Advent at Jessup First United Methodist Church. Christmas is getting so close. We're focusing this Advent on the message of the angels, Do Not Be Afraid. We're using Worship Design Studio's Angels Among Us resources. And so we've looked at the times when the angels came with the word, Do Not Be Afraid, to Zechariah and to Mary and to Joseph. And now today in the Christmas scripture, we hear the message of the angels to the shepherds, Do Not Be Afraid. Now, I have a tradition of having my dad preach the Christmas Eve service. My father is also a retired United Methodist minister. My children say he is the worst example of anybody retired that they know because he's always been called in to do ministry. And so I have called him in today to read for us the gospel lesson from Luke chapter 2, verses 1 through 20. So, Reverend Jimmy Duke, will you please read for us from the Gospel? In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to the city of David called Bethlehem because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child, and she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn." In that region there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among those whom he favors. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child, And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. 
We've heard the message over and over this Advent to Zechariah, to Mary, to Joseph. The messengers of God repeated the same words. And now today, in the first announcement of the birth of Jesus, we hear it again. Do not be afraid. Now, the scripture makes it clear that the shepherds were afraid, sore afraid, very afraid, as well as we might be if we were at work and suddenly surrounded by a chorus of angels. They were there, lighting up the sky. It's a lot to take in. But maybe this group of shepherds had more reason to be afraid. We always make a point at Christmas that the shepherds were the lowly of society. They weren't wealthy. They didn't hold political power. No one looked at them as trendsetters or newsmakers. They were the night shift workers in a job that was not glamorous, in a job that involved some danger with wild animals on the prowl. The good news of the gospel is always good news for the poorest of society. Jesus taught us that, and this story teaches it to us as well. It's good news for all people. Maybe they knew something about having a hard year. We don't know anything about them personally, of course, but we can imagine. Some had known sickness that year. Some had known hunger. Some had been through a tragedy. Some were bearing the weight of guilt for something they'd done wrong. Maybe they had reason to fear the future. They were not out in the field at the office Christmas party. They were shepherds out in the fields watching over their flocks by night. And into that mix of the human story came the message of the angels, do not be afraid. It was the announcement for the ages that still echoes down through history. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. It's good news of great joy for all people. So let's talk about the good news. In the ancient world, when a new king was born, an announcement would go out. It was called an evangelion. When a child was born to Caesar Augustus, that's exactly what would have happened. A messenger went out with the news, and it was considered good news, at least by the royal family and everybody else better act happy about it. The evangelion was about a baby destined to be a king in the family line. The evangelion, that's the word that good news comes from. You recognize evangelism and evangelical that come from that root. Our word gospel comes from it, too. When we know that, we know exactly what the angels were doing. They were the messengers of the evangelion, the good news of the birth of a king. But this one is surprising because the king isn't in a palace. In fact, the shepherds were given a sign to look for, not gold and crowns, not the symbols of wealth and the corridors of power, but a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. It's such good news because the king who has been born isn't your normal king. The king who has been born is the son of God, God becoming a human being and walking among us. The king is the very embodiment of the love of God in the world. He's a king in the line of David, a lion of the tribe of Judah. He is the king over the whole earth. 
Caesars may come and go. King Herod would take his birth as a threat. But this baby was born to be Lord over the whole earth. Maybe we need a reminder that it's good news because sometimes we get the idea that God must be so angry with us because of what a mess our world is in. The story of Jesus' birth suggests just the opposite. God is so in love with us that he came to save us from the mess we had created. Our view of God makes me think of the Christmas classic Home Alone. Some of you probably watch it every year as your holiday tradition. Young Kevin has been left home alone accidentally while his family traveled. He loves it at first, but in reality, he's in danger. There are two guys trying to break in and steal from their home. Kevin becomes afraid, not of the two people trying to break into his home, but of his neighbor. You know, the kind of curmudgeon who shouts at kids, get off my lawn. It turns out that when Kevin is in danger, it's the neighbor who comes in to rescue him. He did not understand the danger he was in, but his neighbor was watching over him, ready to step in and rescue him from danger. I think of Christina Rossetti's poem, Love Came Down at Christmas, Love All Lovely, Love Divine, Love Was Born at Christmas, Star and Angels Gave the Sign. Maybe you see what I see, that God in his love and grace reached down to us while we were yet sinners. Or as Virginia pastor Jason Michelli put it, while we were yet naughty. You see, God isn't making a naughty list. God is making a way to reconcile the world to himself. We would all be on the naughty list. But God in his love and mercy has reached down to us through Jesus to bring us back to him. I know people are always trying to add to the to the gospel, to the evangelion. You're only a Christian if you believe X, Y, Z, or if you do these certain things. But that isn't the story here in Luke, or from Matthew or Mark or John either. The evangelion is that out of great love, God has come into the world to rescue us. That's why it's such good news. I always want to be sure that we know not just John 3:16, but the verse that follows, John 3:17. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. For God came into the world not to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. It's the evangelion, the good news, a great joy that the king who was laid in a manger has come to save the world. Jesus is the gospel. His birth, his arrival, his coming into the world, that's the good news of great joy. It's such good news in this world when everything seems to go awry. We don't need another list of everything that's gone wrong this year. Today, December 20th, is the shortest day of the whole year. The darkness of tonight will be the longest night in what seems like the longest year ever. And God knows it. He knows it now. He knew it then. He knows what we're going through. He knows our longest night. He knows this longest year. He knew our sin. He knew our pain, our 
suffering and our sorrow. And with great love, he came down into our world to redeem us. It's the good news of great joy. And J.D. Walt reminds us, don't let the bad news of the world take away your joy at the good news of the gospel. The good news that a king has come. A king who loves us so much that he is going to save us from our sin, from our sorrow, from our grief, from everything that's wrong in this world. God came into the world not to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. The children's Christmas pageant is a staple of our Christmas time every year. We picture in our heads everything going just right, but there are so many stories when things go wrong. Gina Daniel sent me a video this week of one where the sheep in the pageant picks up the baby Jesus and cradles him. But then Mary and Joseph come along and try to snatch baby Jesus back, and the sheep is having none of it. The sheep wants to hold on to baby Jesus. Or then there's one that's one of my all-time favorites about the boy who wanted to be Joseph in the Sunday school pageant. But he was cast as the innkeeper and objected loudly but to no avail. So the night of the pageant, Mary and Joseph knocked on the door and asked him if he had a room for them. He knew what he was supposed to say. We all know what the innkeeper is supposed to say. But instead, the innkeeper smiled and said, Yes, sure, there's plenty of room. Come on in. The boy's ad lib may have derailed that pageant. But it tells a deep truth about the Christmas story. It's the good news of great joy for all people. Come on in. There's plenty of room. The angels came with the announcement that would change the world. And the message started with the shepherds. They had a sign to find the baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. The scripture proceeds then to confirm what the shepherds with their own eyes have, have seen because what the angels have said is true. As a result of having seen and heard these things, the shepherds themselves become messengers as they return praising God, mirroring the songs that the angel multitude sang. If the gospel is the announcement of the coming king, then our response as people who know the love of God, who have been redeemed by his love and grace, our response to the gospel is to proclaim it to everyone we meet. Every week in this Angels Among Us series, I remind you that you can be an angel, not a celestial being. We don't become angels when we die. But we are angels in the sense of messengers of God. You can proclaim the good news of great joy, which is for all people. That innkeeper had it right. Sure, there's plenty of room. Come on in. It's the message that we have to share with the world as the season of Advent turns into Christmas. We bring the good news of great joy. We are the angels among us out in the world to let everybody know the love and grace of God. It's good news of great joy for all people.
With Christina Rossetti, we say, love came down at Christmas. Worship we the Godhead, love incarnate, love divine. Worship we our Jesus, but wherewith for sacred sign. Love shall be our token. Love shall be yours and love be mine. Love to God and neighbor. Love for plea and gift and sign. Will you pray with me? Oh, Lord God, as the season of Advent moves into Christmas, we know that you came down to show your great love to us. We hear the good news. We hear the message that the King has come. Lord, let that seep into each of our hearts. And let us become messengers like the shepherds who go about our way rejoicing because what we have seen and heard. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, I pray. Amen.
You've been listening to the podcast of Jessup First United Methodist Church with Rebecca Duke Barton. If you'd like more information about our church, please visit our website. It's jessupfumc.org. That's J-E-S-U-P-F-U-M-C dot org.